Hello and welcome to this episode of the Christmas Alphabet Podcast. My name's Wayne, I'm your host, leading you by the hand through all things Christmas. Every two weeks, all through the year. And we do it in alphabetical order. Each episode we look at anything to do with Christmas that starts with one single letter of the alphabet. Today we're on to episode R of the Christmas Alphabet Podcast. Last time, to be honest, when we were on Q, we were a bit short of Christmas stuff, starting with Q. But today we have a resplendent richness of R words. So we've got Rudolph and the other reindeer. We've got the red-breasted Robin. We've got songs like Rocking Around the Christmas Tree and the beautiful song River. Lots to be getting on with, and it's all here on the Christmas Alphabet Podcast. So today we're on the letter R, and let's start with this. R is for reindeer. Our local school had a Christmas fair last November, and the most popular attraction was a group of young reindeer that the children could gather round and look at. The reindeer didn't do much, to be honest, and being young ones, they didn't look much like the reindeer we see on Christmas cards. But the parents were there to tell their children that, yes, these were a real reindeer, and one day they might pull Santa's sleigh. Reindeer are now as much part of Christmas as coloured lights and evergreen trees. But how did that happen? What's the connection between reindeer and Christmas? Well, our modern association with Santa's sleigh being pulled by reindeer goes back really to that famous poem, "'Twas the Night Before Christmas," written, maybe, by Clement Clark Moore in 1822. In the poem, Santa is a little fat elf whose miniature sleigh is pulled by eight tiny reindeer. The eight reindeer are given names. I'm sure you're familiar with them. Dasher and Dancer and Prancer, Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donder and Blitzen. The names of those last two have changed in different editions of the poem. The original seems to have been Dunder and Blixem with an M which are the words for thunder and lightning in New York Dutch. In most editions these days, Dunder, or Donder, has become Donner, the modern German word for thunder, and nothing to do with the kebab. Anyway, Moore, if it were he, gave us the persisting image of eight reindeer pulling a flying sleigh through the sky. Moore drew his ideas from at least two sources. One of those was another story published a year earlier, a poem of 1821 in the Children's Friend Annual, which had Old Santa Claus, written as one word, delivering presents in a sleigh pulled by just one reindeer. But it was a flying reindeer pulling a sleigh the first time, as far as we know, that that was written down. But Moore was clearly also inspired by Norse mythology, in which the god Thor rides through the sky in a chariot pulled by two goats. The goats in Norse mythology are called Nasha and Cracker, and their names are so similar to the names that Moore chose that he must surely have been aware of them and the background of Norse mythology. We know Santa Claus has his roots in the European traditions of the kindly bearded St. Nicholas. 
But why flying reindeer? That idea seems to come from much earlier folklore and from much further away. If you go to the borderlands of Siberia and Mongolia today, you will find ancient standing stones carved with images of flying reindeer. These are the markers of a very old belief in reindeer who could fly through the winter solstice with the sun on their antlers. These ideas go way back in our history and prehistory. The connections between these ancient stories of flying reindeer and the modern Santa Claus is more difficult to trace. Some people have traced them from Mongolia into Siberia into the northern people, uh, but some of these connections are a little tenuous. But certainly it does seem to connect with a very ancient imagination and our delight in these creatures that were so important to our ancestors. R is for reindeer, an essential part of the modern Christmas. And this is the Christmas Alphabet Podcast. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer Had a very shiny nose And if you ever saw it You would even say it glows All of the other reindeer Used to laugh and call him names They never let poor Rudolph Join in any reindeer games Today we're on to the letter R in the Christmas Alphabet podcast. We're sticking with the reindeer. R is for Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. For over a hundred years, there were eight reindeer, and everyone knew their names. Actually, that's not quite true. There was one competitor to name the reindeer. That was L. Frank Baum, the man who wrote The Wizard of Oz. Because in 1902, he wrote a children's book called The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus. In that book, Santa has ten flying reindeer. Their names were Flossie and Glossy, Racer and Pacer, Reckless and Speckless, Fearless and Peerless, and Ready and Steady. But somehow those names didn't stick, and who remembers them these days? But then, in 1939, as war was claiming lives in Europe... Robert May was working at the Montgomery Ward department store in Chicago and he created a promotional giveaway to get more Christmas shoppers into the store. It was an illustrated booklet with a Christmas poem written by Robert May with pictures by Denver Gillen. May's poem drew on his own experiences of rejection and lack of friends as a child. In his little poem he created a sad story of a reindeer who made friends through a disability that proved to be an advantage on a foggy Christmas Eve. May called his sad reindeer Rollo, and then changed it to Reginald, and then, through the influence of his young daughter, eventually changed it to Rudolph, the name that we're familiar with. The poem was clearly meant as a parody of The Night Before Christmas, both in its form and content. You can hear that in the first line, which goes, "'Twas the day before Christmas, and all through the hills, the reindeers were playing, enjoying their spills." 
One of the reindeer called Rudolph is introduced with the line, Every so often they'd stop to call names at one little deer not allowed in the games. Ha ha, look at Rudolph, his nose is a sight. It's red as a beet, twice as big, twice as bright. The original book, you can still buy it, is delightful and, and quite moving. And you can see why it was such a success and why millions of copies were given away through the 1940s. Despite it being such a, a lovely picture book, it would probably have been forgotten by now if it hadn't been for the song, which was written in 1948, in the same era as very many of the best-selling Christmas songs we still love. It was Robert May himself who had the idea to revive his story and to turn it into a song. And the person to do that was his brother-in-law, Johnny Marks. Marks wrote the music and the words based on May's poem, and the singing cowboy Gene Autry was persuaded to record it. The record was released in 1949 and reached number one, and kept on selling, eventually becoming the second highest selling song of all time. The composer, Johnny Marks, went on to write other Christmas hits, including a sequel called Run Rudolph Run. He also wrote uh, A Holly Jolly Christmas and another R song that I'm going to go on to next. The Rudolph song also became a hit for Bing Crosby. Bing loved to cover other people's hit Christmas songs. Uh, it was also a hit for The Temptations and Alvin and the Chipmunks. And these days it's sung at every children's Christmas party, certainly every one I've ever been to, as well as a book and a song. Rudolph appeared in a TV special and animation made by Rankin Bass in 1954. That's only five years after the song was first released. That animation featured Burl Ives. I know that's a massive thing in the States, but it's not really known here in Britain. I don't think it's ever been shown on British TV, and certainly I've never seen it other than seeking it out on YouTube. Ah, is for Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, who had a very shiny nose. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, you go down in history. This is the Christmas Alphabet Podcast. Today we're looking at the letter R on the Christmas Alphabet Podcast, and R is for Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. I want to make mention of this song because it has extra resonances here in Britain than it may have for listeners in the States. Rockin' around the Christmas tree, and rockin' is spelt N apostrophe at the end with no G. It's another hit song from Johnny Marks. This was actually his ninth Christmas song and his third big Christmas hit after Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Run, Rudolph, Run. Marx chose a young and inexperienced singer to record the song. It was recorded in July 1958. The singer was the 13-year-old Brenda Lee. The song wasn't a hit in the year of its release, but its popularity grew as Brenda Lee became better known, and it eventually sold over a million copies. Its rockabilly style with a lively arrangement, including saxophone, has made it a upbeat holiday favourite. 
The song Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree has also been recorded by many, many artists over the years, and it enjoyed a revival in 1990 when the original featured on the soundtrack of Home Alone. It's in that scene, you might remember, where Kevin pretends there's a party going on in his house to deter the burglars from breaking in. Now for me, being British and the age I am, the version of Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree that means the most to me is a, a tongue-in-cheek comedy version made in 1987 to raise money for the charity Comic Relief. This version is sung by the singer Kim Wilde and the comedian Mel Smith. Mel Smith, if you don't know him, was known at that time as part of the double act Smith and Jones with Griff Reese Jones. And Mel Smith went on to direct films, including the first Mr. Bean movie. The single, anyway, was released under the name Mel and Kim, which was a reference to the then popular sister act, also called Mel and Kim. In the video for the song, Mel Smith pursues Kim Wilde around their Christmas tree at a party with various celebrity guests making appearances. The single got to number three in the UK charts, higher than Brenda Lee or anyone else ever did with the song. It's fun! Check out the video. R is for rocking around the Christmas tree. This is the Christmas Alphabet Podcast. My name's Wayne, and our next R is R for the Robin. The Robin I'm referring to here is not Batman's mate, or Robin Hood, or anyone else of that name, but the little bird whose appearance on Christmas cards has made it a symbol of winter, and particularly of the Christmas season. Here in the UK, the Robin is our unofficial national bird, and all sorts of legends surround it. Robins have been the most familiar image on Christmas cards, well, since Christmas cards were first printed in the middle of the 19th century. The association with Christmas has a lot to do with postmen. In the 19th century, postal deliveries were done by posties wearing red jackets, and the posties became known as Robin Redbreasts. As cheap card deliveries became more popular, the Robins on the cards were linked to the robins who delivered the cards, which in turn meant more robins were put on cards, so the Christmas image of the robin developed. And of course it also helps that robins look good in the snow with their bright Christmas colours, and there were also legends that may have existed before the Christmas Association that the red breast of the robin is from the crown of thorns that Jesus wore. Now we've got to be careful here that the robin I'm familiar with is what's properly known as the European robin, a, a, a fat little bird looking a bit like a wren, which is not the same bird as the American robin, which is a bigger bird and not closely related to the one we have in Britain. The American robin is known as a symbol of spring, 
There are also Australian robins, which come in various types, and are not related to the European robins at all. And around the world there are various birds called robins that are mainly called that because they have red or bright orange chests, and mostly they're different species. So that's just left us all more confused. But the robin is the bird of Christmas. So R is for Robin, the Christmas bird that has become associated with Christmas and snow and still features on our cards. At least that's the case in Britain. Tell me if it's true where you live. This is the Christmas Alphabet Podcast. Today we're looking at the letter R on the Christmas Alphabet Podcast. And now it's time to look at some R's that didn't quite make it into our main alphabet. Sticking with the robin, in a sense, R is for the round robin Christmas letter. Now I'm calling this a round robin, but really it's not what it should be called at all. A round robin gets its name from a letter with lots of signatures where all the names were written in a circle. It's also a tournament where everyone plays everyone else, but that's something different. What round robin has come to mean, especially in the Christmas context, is one of those letters that you get at Christmas that's duplicated or printed out to give all of someone's news of the year in one big letter. Your round robin letter is sent to everyone on your Christmas card list, either with a Christmas card or these days very often emailed. Sometimes the round robin letter can be a bit unfriendly, And at its worst, it just lists the good things in the year and boasts too much about your achievements and how well your children are doing. One British journalist called Simon Hoggart made a living out of ridiculing the round-robin Christmas letters and he wrote a few books giving examples of the worst of them. They're quite entertaining. But if it's the only way of sharing your news, then it's better than nothing. And it is part of Christmas for many of us and a way of keeping in touch with people. And yet, I do send one out every year. My wife and I send out a round-robin Christmas letter. So, hold my hands up. R is for the round-robin. R is for Réveillon. Réveillon is an important Christmas tradition in France and Belgium and some Canadian provinces like Quebec and Manitoba and Ontario, and in the city of New Orleans and other French-influenced communities around the world. Réveillon means waking up or staying awake. It's the name given to the traditional meal eaten late on Christmas Eve, usually a grand affair, the biggest meal of the year, with lots of courses, very often including oysters and pâté, and turkey, and a bouche de Noël Christmas log. Réveillon, the big Christmas dinner, if you're French. R is also for ruins. Now this is a strange one. In a lot of old paintings of Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus, or of the wise men coming to see the family, you'll see in the background the ruins of old buildings. Have a look and you'll see I'm right. Often these buildings are classical buildings, all knocked down. It looks like Bethlehem has been hit by an earthquake. 
what's that all about? Why are a lot of these paintings shown with ruins in the background? Well, the reason for it is that they're not meant to be real, it's meant to be symbolic. And it reminds us that a lot of these old master pictures are chock full of symbolism. A lot of them are more about feeding the soul and looking at the meaning in them than they are about historical accuracy. And the ruins are supposed to represent the old ways of God's dealing with his people, the Old Testament covenant that's now completed and gone, and now everything is made new through the baby of Christmas. The birth of Jesus represents a new start for humanity, so the background is just old stuff and a ruined civilization. Ah, it's for ruins. This is the Christmas Alphabet Podcast, and we're looking today at the letter R. I like to finish our episodes with a story behind a Christmas song, and today our song is R for River. River by Joni Mitchell is my Christmas song beginning with R. It's one of the most unusual and most emotional of Christmas songs that's recently had a revival in popularity and joined the pantheon of Christmas music. It's coming on Christmas, they're cutting down trees, they're putting up reindeer and singing songs of joy and peace. Oh, I wish I had a river I could skate away. River was written in 1971, yeah, that long ago, and released on the album Blue by Joni Mitchell, one of the classic albums of all time. Joni Mitchell never released it as a single, but it's been covered by many other artists, and in the last 20 years, it's got onto so many Christmas playlists and Christmas albums that it's now seen as one of the classic Christmas songs of all time. The Joni Mitchell version, and most other versions of the song, start with a piano introduction based on the tune of Jingle Bells, but played in a more melancholy mood. This tells us we're in the Christmas season, but things are perhaps not how they should be at Christmas. Then the vocals come in with the words, It's coming on Christmas, they're cutting down trees, They're putting up reindeer and singing songs of joy and peace. Oh, I wish I had a river I could skate away on. So, Christmas is on its way, and the streets of Los Angeles, that's the city in which it was written, are filling up with Christmas trees and reindeer, and the right kind of music, music of joy and peace. But Joni wants to get away from the city. If she were at home in Alberta, Canada, the river would be frozen and she could get her skates on and skate on the river. But here, in California, there's not even a frozen river to give her an escape route away from the commercialism of Christmas. The song isn't really about Christmas any more than Jingle Bells is about Christmas. But it's a song about wintertime and a broken relationship, which is always harder to face at Christmas time. So it is about Christmas feelings. It's a song for those who want a different Christmas mood, a time to reflect and allow the melancholy of the season 
to live alongside those songs of joy and peace and celebration. River has been covered by many singers and it finds a place on most Christmas albums by mainstream artists including Barry Manilow, James Taylor, CeeLo Green, Ronan Keating, Travis, Edina Menzel, Marty Pello. Oh, the list just goes on and on. In 2019, it was a hit single for Ellie Goulding in the UK, and it reached number one in the charts the week after Christmas, the last number one of the 2010s. What's remarkable is how similar the Ellie Goulding version is to the Joni Mitchell original. It's coming on Christmas, they're cutting down trees, they're putting up reindeer and singing songs of joy and peace. So I wish I had a river I could skate away on. It's pretty much the same arrangement. It's in the same key and has very many of the same vocal inflections. Goulding's version is slightly slower than the original, but I tried playing the two together simultaneously, and it's difficult to tell them apart. And yet there's 48 years between them. I suppose that's what you call a timeless original. R is for River by Joni Mitchell. One of the best Christmas, not Christmas songs. This is the Christmas Alphabet Podcast. I'm your host, Wayne, and that's the end of our episode for the letter R. All music on this podcast is in the public domain or used for review purposes. Please subscribe. Uh, it's free, it's easy to do, and it's also easy to tell your friends all about us. Follow us on the social media if you would, Christmas Alphabet Podcast on Facebook or at Christmas Alpha on Twitter. We're also on Instagram. You can leave us a review on Facebook if you're feeling kind or on Apple Podcasts or on whatever podcast app you are using. Just um, leave us a five star or however many stars you think we're worth. That would be kind. Uh, we have a website at christmasalphabet.com. And you can also email me if you want. You can use the address wayne at christmasalphabet.com. Come back in two weeks for more alphabetical Christmas goodness with Christmas objects starting with the letter S. As you'll imagine, there's lots of S's to choose from. So we might be looking at Santa Claus, stockings, snowmen, Saturnalia, the stable, the shepherds, the star of Bethlehem, and songs, well, there's loads of them, including Silent Night, Santa Baby, Silver Bells, and Sleigh Ride. Which one is your favourite? Do let me know on social media or however you choose. Please do subscribe, please tell others. And may the joy of Christmas be with you all year round. Mm-hmm.